section six of the inheritance by susan edmonstone farrier this librivox recording is in the public domain volume one chapter six by lakin i can go no farther sir my old bones aches here's a maze trod indeed through forthrights and meanders by your patience i needs must rest me the tempest true as the dial to the sun even though it be not shined upon lord rossville returned at the hour appointed to do the honours of his castle but as most of my readers have doubtless experienced the misery of being shown a house where there was nothing to be seen and can tell how hard it is to climb from the second sunk story to the uppermost garrets i shall not be so unmerciful as to drag them upstairs and downstairs to my lady's chamber and into all the chambers except his lordship's own which he was too decorous to exhibit neither shall i insist upon their hearing everything explained and set forth even to the dutch tiles of the dairy the hot and cold pipes of the washing-house the new invented ovens the admirably constructed larder the inimitable baths with all the wonder-working steam-going apparatus of the kitchen here mrs st clair acquitted herself to admiration for to see judiciously requires no small skill in the seer and there are few who see things precisely as they ought to be seen many see too much many too little some see only to find fault some only to admire some are or pretend to be already acquainted with everything they are shown some are profoundly ignorant consequently cannot properly appreciate the inventions or improvements exhibited some are too inquisitive some too indifferent but it is as impossible to describe the vast variety of seers as of mosses neither is it easy to point out the innumerable rocks on which a seer may strike a treatise illustrated by a few memorable examples or awful warnings might possibly be of some use to the unskilful beholder but as in most other arts and sciences much must depend upon natural genius mrs st clair was so happily endowed that she was enabled to see everything as it was intended to be seen and to bestow her admiration in the exact proportion in which she perceived it was required through all the intermediate degrees from ecstatic rapture down to emphatic approval with miss st clair it was far otherwise she had no taste for poking into pantries and chimneys and cellars or of hearing any of the inelegant minutiae of life detailed it seemed like breaking all the enchantments of existence to be thus made to view the complicated machinery by which life artificial life was sustained and she rejoiced when the survey was ended and it was proposed after luncheon to take a drive through the grounds gertrude flattered herself that here she would at least enjoy the repose of inactivity and be suffered to see as much as could be seen from a carriage-window of the beauties of nature but lord rossville's mind was never in a quiescent state in any situation there was always something to be done or to be seen the windows were to be either let down or drawn up the blinds to be drawn up or pulled down there was something that ought to be seen but could not be seen or there was something seen that ought not to have been seen thus his mind was not only its own plague but the plague of all who had the misfortune to bear him company 
in vain were creation's charms spread before his eyes there is a mental blindness darker than that which shrouds the visual orb and nature's works were to lord rossville an universal blank or rather they were a sort of account-book in which were registered all his own petty doings it was here he had drained there he had embanked here he had planted there he had cut down here he had built a bridge there he had made a road here he had levelled there he had raised etc 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 to all that his own head had planned he was feelingly alive but for the dread magnificence of heaven he had neither eye ear nor soul and must therefore be forgiven if insensible to its influence mrs st clair was not much more highly gifted in that respect but she could speak if she could not feel and she expatiated and admired till lord rossville thought her without exception the cleverest woman he had ever met with since you are so great an enthusiast in the beauties of nature my dear madame said he addressing his sister-in-law we shall extend our drive a little farther than i had proposed that i may have the pleasure of showing you at a single curb d'oeil the whole extent of the rossville possessions in this county while at the same time you will embrace some other objects in which i am not wholly unconcerned benjamin to the servant to pinnacle hill and to pinnacle hill the horses heads were turned pinnacle hill continued the earl is a very celebrated spot it is a purchase i made from lord fairacre some years ago it is much resorted to by strangers as commanding with few exceptions one of the finest views in scotland mrs st clair hated fine views and she tried to get off by pretending scruples about encroaching so much on his lordship's time goodness and so forth but all in vain to pinnacle hill they were driven and after being dragged up as far as horses could go they were as indeed the name implied obliged to alight and ascend on foot with considerable toil they reached the top and scarcely were they there when the wind having changed to the east its never-failing accompaniment a raw mist began to gather all round but lord rossville was insensible even to an east wind his bodily sensations being quite as obtuse as his mental ones and having got to the top of the pinnacle he faced him round and in the very teeth of the enemy began to point out what was and what was not to be seen here you have a very commanding view or would have had if the atmosphere had been somewhat clearer as it is i can enable you distinctly to trace out the boundary line of the rossville estate observe the course of the river in the direction of my cane you see it plainly here there it disappears amongst the millbank woods now it takes a turn and you have it again to your left you follow me perfectly my lord replied mrs st clair although she saw nothing but a wreath of mist undoubtedly that must be the river we see said his lordship doubtingly but at the same time we never can rely with perfect security upon the watery element it has many prototypes which are not easily detected at a distance a bleach field for instance has not unfrequently been mistaken for a piece of water and we read of a very singular deception produced upon sand in the eastern countries and termed the mirage water is indeed a deceitful element said mrs st clair hoping by this affirmative to get to the lee side of the discussion on the other hand it is a most useful and invaluable element without water where would be our navigation our commerce our knowledge our arts in one word water may be termed the bulwark of britain 
it may indeed said mrs st clair her teeth chattering as she spoke to water we owe our existence as a nation our liberties civil and religious and she retreated a few steps on the faith of having settled the matter pardon me there my dear madam said the earl retaining his original footing that is perhaps going a little too far strictly speaking we cannot with propriety be said to owe our existence to water since had we not been an island a highly favoured island we should certainly have formed part of the vast continent of europe and with regard to our liberties the magna carta that boast of britain was unquestionably procured and i trust will ever be maintained on terra firma mrs st clair could almost have given up the game at this point to stand on the very pinnacle of a pinnacle in the face of an east wind and be talked to about bulwarks and magna cartas it was too much how very cold you look mamma said miss st clair compassionating her mother's feelings cold repeated lord rossville in a tone of surprise and displeasure impossible cold in the month of may the day would be too hot were it not for this cooling breeze this was worse and worse mrs st clair groaned internally as she thought how will it be possible to drag out existence with a man who calls a piercing east wind a cooling breeze lord rossville raised his cane and resumed his observations at great length upon the ravages committed by the river on his friend and neighbour bog hall's property mrs st clair wished the bog hall acres in the bottom of the red sea though even from thence lord rossville might perhaps have fished them up as a thoroughbred tormentor like a first-rate magician can call spirits even from the vasty deep to torment his victims here continued the earl taking his sister-in-law by the hand and leading her to the utmost verge of all she hated a bleak exposed promontory here we command a no less charming prospect in a different style observe that range of hills superb exclaimed mrs st clair with an aguish shudder why yes the hills themselves are very well but do you observe nothing my dear madame that relieves the eye from what a friend of mine justly calls a boundless continuity of shade mrs st clair almost cracked her eyeballs straining in the direction pointed out but like sister anne could see nothing to the purpose i suspect you are looking rather too high nearer the base and allow your eye to run along by the point of my cane there you must have got it now there are perhaps few everyday situations more tormenting to a delicate mind than that of being called upon to see what you cannot see you must either disappoint the views of the view-pointer or you must sacrifice your conscience as it is much to be feared too many do by pretending that you have at last hit the mark whether it be a puff of smoke indicative of a town a white cloud of the ocean or a black speck of an island ah i think i discover something now cried mrs st clair quite at a loss to guess whether the white moat in question was a church steeple or a ship's mast or any other wonderful object of the same nature which generous long-sighted people will always make a point of sharing with their less gifted friends and you think the effect good admirable inimitable why the situation was my own choice there was a committee appointed to make choice of the most favourable site and they fortunately fell in with my views on the subject and indeed paid me the compliment of consulting my feelings on the occasion a public monument i conceive ought undoubtedly to be placed in a conspicuous and elevated situation but more especially when that situation happens to be in the very grounds of not only the original proposer and principal inheritor in the county but likewise the personal friend of the illustrious dead to whom this tribute is decreed for i am proud to say our renowned patriot the great lord pensionwell 
was with the excellent lord dunderhead the associate of my youthful years the friend of my maturer age happy the country said mrs st clair now driven almost to frenzy whose nobles are thus gifted with the power of reflecting kindred excellence and perpetuating national virtue on the broad basis of private friendship mrs st clair knew she was talking nonsense but she also knew who she was talking to and was sure it would pass lord rossville to be sure was a little puzzled but he saw it was meant as a compliment and contained a fine-sounding sentiment and it was therefore well received fortunately the rain now began to fall and every object being completely shrouded in mist his lordship was obliged to give in but he comforted himself and thought he comforted his companions by promising to return when the weather was more propitious to repeat and complete their enjoyment End of section six